JM in the AM, thanks so much for my Goldwasser. Well, yesterday, Hillel Fold, who many of you know, and I'm sure plenty of you follow, uh, from Israel, um, uh, gave a short 30-second lesson, a 30-second tip, uh, one of many that he does in regard to uh, conducting business and uh, tips and getting yourself to uh, move along further in the business world. Let's put it that way. He is, of course, Hillel is an American-Israeli technology blogger, vlogger, business advisor, and international speaker. His work focuses on the Israeli high-tech industry, guidance for startup companies, and marketing tips for growing a business or personal brands. And when he released this tip yesterday, I instinctively said, you know what? I would love to speak to Hillel on the air about this. And he acquiesced, and I thank him. He's with us live from Israel. Hillel Fold, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Pleasure to be here. Big fan, as you know. I appreciate that very much. So yesterday, yesterday you gave a tip that today, I don't know if you would say this, uh, if you would have said this years ago, you could tell us if you would have, but today in 2022, your advice is that, and let me know if I have this right, uh, that instead of uh, making a phone call to a potential connection or to a potential client or to anybody uh, in the business world who finds themselves very busy, uh, you'd recommend instead of uh, interrupting someone's workday with a phone call and doing so likely not at their convenience but at your convenience, you would say better off texting, WhatsApping, emailing, and let them answer at their convenience. Does that sum up yesterday's tip? Uh, yes, with a few little disclaimers. First Please. of all, it's very important to emphasize that we're talking about business context. No one's saying that your mother should not pick up the phone and call you. I'm talking about in business. That's number one. Uh, and, and more importantly, I'm talking about non unscheduled calls. So, you know, if you emailing with someone you schedule a call obviously and you right. have a call right. but so just pick up the phone in the middle of the day and call someone to pitch them or to sell them on your product is in my opinion both ineffective and borderline obnoxious if i uh, if i'm being i can be so blunt right now my question is i mean and I, I alluded to this earlier uh would it have been obnoxious 10 15 years ago or people understood that really the only method or the best method at that point in our business development was in fact to pick up the phone and make a cold call Right. So, I mean, you know, times have changed for sure. And I think, that, you know, the time of the era of kind of stealing someone's time, whether that's in, you know, let's call it TV advertising commercials. We grew up with TV commercials. Obviously, today, you know, there are no TV commercials on Netflix. And if there are, you skip it. Right. So just the, the concept of taking my time and stealing my time is just not so relevant anymore. And so if you want to get in touch with someone, email them, text them, and they'll contact you or they'll respond to your message on their time. But if you call me in the middle of the day, now I, I need to stop what I'm doing and answer your call. So you know, many people, I posted this on LinkedIn, many people said, so don't answer the phone. And that's true, except that oftentimes I'll get a phone call you know, from my kid's school or something that I right. can't ignore. Right. And so I don't know when the phone's ringing who's calling on the other end. 100%. Hillel Fold is with us live from Israel. Uh, I'm sad to say, you know what this reminded me of? And I, I would assume you agree. Um, uh, I, I've unfortunately sat Shiva a few times. And uh, you're, you're, one is sitting and, and having you know, visitation from, from family and friends who have come in to, uh, uh, to console the mourner. And the phone will ring. And sometimes the mourner will pick up that phone and interrupt a shiva call where people who really went out of their way to be there in person you know, have come to give them comfort. And, I, and I, I tried very hard to never do that if someone's calling. Again, like you said, you know, text the message or email the message uh, if you can't get through. Uh, but I think some, it, it's amazing to me that, that when I saw your tip, that was one of the first situations I thought of. 
Yeah, you know, and again, this is I said in the video, it's pretty controversial. And the truth is, again, on LinkedIn, I got absolutely hammered, mostly by salespeople who say, you know, but it works. And my answer to that is, I never said it didn't work. I said it's not a very good practice, and it doesn't send a very good message. There are many things that work. There are better ways to do it. And so the next question is, well, everyone gets so many emails, how do you stand out? And right. my answer to that is, We'll learn how to write an email in a more effective way if your emails are not getting noticed. Right. Understood. Hello, Folders with us. Also, I noticed that these days, and I, I, I'm wondering if you agree with this, in general, there's so much less communication by telephone, meaning that uh, when when someone's you know used to be inundated with phone calls or, or one would be in the car and spend their time on call after call after call, and again, I'm just talking about checking up on people and checking in with different things, uh, you know, business-wise. I'm not talking about, you know, planned phone calls, uh, you know, scheduled phone calls, et cetera. Uh, and now it seems that most of those conversations are happening through WhatsApp and, th- and those texts and WhatsApps are coming fast and furious the same way phone calls used to. Right. But again, there's a fundamental difference and that is that I can answer you when I want. It reminds me of a, I don't know if you're a Seinfeld cuffed, yeah. but uh, there, there's a Seinfeld episode where, uh, you know, Jerry's at home and he gets a phone call and he picks it up and it's one of these uh, telemarketers trying to sell him something. Yeah. And Jerry says, I can't really speak right now. Can you just give me your number and I'll call you back? And the guy says, I can't give you my number. He says, why? You don't want me calling you at home? Now you know how I feel. Right? And obviously it's a joke, but in reality, you know, if you want to speak to me about something that will help you, meaning if you're, if you're, you know, trying to offer me something, that's a different story. But if you need my help with something or you want to pitch me on your product, just do it in a way that it won't disrupt my day and I'll be able to respond to you when I can at my convenience, not at your convenience. All right. Understood. Hello, Fold is with us from Israel. So every day, uh, for those who follow you, they see that you're you're featuring different people you meet with, uh, some of whom you've known before, others who you're meeting for the first time. Why does it seem that there's never a shortage in the life of Hillel Fold of uh, meet and greets? Why, why are you never uh, at a loss uh, for the ability to introduce new people to the world? That's an interesting question. And the answer is, first of all, the reason I started those features is because pre-COVID, I would be meeting people and, you know, I take my traditional selfie and, you know, write a nice post about them. And then COVID happened and I just, you know, those meetings stopped. So I said to myself, but I still love, you know, giving other people a stage. I still love, you know, empowering others. So I said, all right, I'll do it this way. And I'll just do daily features. Um, and to answer your question, I mean, you know, I think my entire kind of business philosophy is very, let's call it counterintuitive, or at least not traditional. And that is that, most people and most vendors and most salespeople will come over to a company and say, listen, pay me and I'll do something. My philosophy is let me do something. And if you provide, and if that's a value that, you know, you think is valuable to you, then we can talk about money later on. And so, you know, when, when you're doing something for quote unquote for free, uh, a lot of people want to meet you. And so a lot of startups reach out knowing that if I help them with, you know, an introduction to an investor or whatever it may be, that I'm not taking a dime. And so why would they not meet me? It's pretty amazing. And uh, I guess you need to have a certain discipline in order to have that approach, right? Because uh, obviously people want to be successful. Uh, but, but as you indicated, you know, the majority of people are you know, offering a service and want to get paid for it. In order to do what you're doing, I think you need a certain discipline or a certain mindset. How would you put it? So, you know, I joke that uh, those that are familiar with Israeli culture in Israel, the worst thing you could possibly be is what we call a friar, which is, you know, doing something for free. And I joke that I said, my whole career I'm being a friar. And so you know, my philosophy is as follows. When I focus my time and resources on 
providing value in any form, whether it's an introduction to an investor or helping you tell your story better, whatever it may be. But I focus on that and not on monetization, meaning you're not paying me a dime. What happens is you have no expectations, right? Because you're not paying me. I don't owe you anything. And so everything that I do exceeds expectations. And when you exceed expectations over and over and over again, you create delight. It's delightful. And delight can be monetized. Think about anything that brings you delight in your life, you pay for it. And so I'm in that business. If, if an entrepreneur comes to me with hearts in their eyes, I can bug bunny. Now we can talk about money. But first, let me deliver. Let me provide the value and we'll discuss money later on. You excited about any of this afternoon's meeting in, meetings in Israel? Oh, I have some, I have some really cool meetings. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, listen, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of companies in the drone space. I think we spoke about this last time we actually spoke. Uh, I'm very excited about the drone space. A lot of really cool stuff happening. Uh, but the most important, the most important meeting of the day, I should say, is uh, my my 17, almost 18 year old's graduation from high school tonight. Unbelievable! What's in the future for somebody who's 17 or 18 in uh, Israel? It's uh, it's very exciting because I think that while there's a lot of hype and a lot of you know buzz around Israeli tech, I think that if you look at the numbers, it's very very clear that we're just getting started, and so. You can expect Israel to lead the way in all the different sectors of technology that are going to fundamentally change our lives from self-driving cars to artificial intelligence to robotics. Israel is going to lead the way. We already are. And so, you know, a kid growing up now that's going to kind of break into the tech sector has a lot of exciting things ahead of him. I can only imagine. And it's irrelevant who the prime minister is, right? <laughs> I don't, don't even go there. I don't even know where to start with that. Because it's incredible how Israel continues to do what you just described, and that countries around the world are are begging, I would assume, to meet with Israeli uh, startups and, and those in the tech industry. And at the same time, politically, it looks like the country's falling apart. So it's funny how one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah, many have said before me that the best the best startup is Israel itself. Um, you know, and, and I should say the biggest miracle, I should say the biggest miracle in, in the state of Israel is that the Israeli army won any war. I mean, it's like so, you know, it's such a balagan in this country. But, you know, on a personal level, I was very, very close with Naftali Bennett, pre-Prime uh, Minister. You know, we were WhatsApping regularly. And, um, you know, on a personal level, I love the guy. Um, politically, I'm not sure what the thought process was here, I'll be honest with you. And I, you know, I, I WhatsApped him pretty much instantly right after he got into office. And I said, sorry, I'm out there and I want to defend you and I want to, you know, stand up for you. But I don't really know what to say to people who say that two weeks ago you made a pledge that you'd never sit in the government with the Arab parties or with the IRLP, and here you are two weeks later. Uh, and, you know, he didn't have much uh, of a response because, you know, there's, there's really nothing to say. Um, but, you know, I, I do, I, I am upset about the way he uh, conducted himself over the last couple of months, and it's not a surprise to me that the government fell apart. I am curious to see what will happen next. Yeah, politics is funny, to say the least. Uh, well, at least you followed your own rule. You didn't communicate with him by a telephone call. You communicated through text and WhatsApp, which is the uh, the advice that Hillel Fold is giving for those in the business world who want to make a cold call, make it a cold text or email. And uh, these days it and might be a call. Say it again. And, and schedule a call. If, you need, to, if you need to be on the phone, right. schedule the call. And schedule a call. Simple as that. Hillel, always a delight to speak with you. Everybody out there, follow Hillel Fold on all the social media outlets. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Keep he, doing what you're doing, Nahum. I appreciate that very much. He is the one and only Hillel Fold. Yesterday, he was giving advice.
that I was skeptical about when he started. I think he even indicated you got to wait till the end and think about it before you uh, draw a conclusion. Uh, but afterwards, I did think about it, and I said, hey, he's making a really good point. And sure enough, he's given us another great business tip. Uh, JM and the AM, plenty more coming up. Keep it here at the Nahum Single Network.